and welcome to a Game and a Half podcast, a gaming podcast that brings you gaming news and a deep dive on a game each week. My name is Jared. And I'm Kai. And today we are going to be going over a lot of gaming news, talking about some games uh, for free for Xbox and PlayStation, and then afterward we're going to be talking about Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Almost forgot the names there for a second. <laughs> it's a, it's and the Switch turning two years old today. Today. Woo! I'm going to date this podcast, but... I love your little your little noise. So the games with gold for this month are Adventure Time, Pirates of the Incaridion. Incaridion. Wow, killing it, killing the pronunciation. Can you pronounce yeah. this for me? Enchilada. <laughs> there you go. Pirates of the Enchilada. So that is a. It's kind of like a pseudo open world Adventure Time game, and it's funny because. I guess the world has been flooded, and then Finn, Jake, Marceline, and Bimo had to figure out like why, what happened, why their world was flooded. But if you've ever played Wind Waker, it's it's, 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 it's just it's like Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like Jake turns into a boat, and no, you know, you're on a boat, and then you can have the same mechanic where you drop the claw in the water and grab yeah. the treasure chest in Wind Waker. It had the exact same mechanic hey in man, that game. We all can't so, be creative. I, I guess so. <laughs> but that game is available um, on March 1st through the 31st, so all month you can pick up that game. So Great. Another game, an original Xbox game, Star Wars Republic Commando for the original Xbox. You play as a stormtrooper, a leader of your stormtrooper guild, and it's actually first person. It looks pretty cool. So, uh, um, Battlefront. Yeah, it's Battlefront. It's Battlefront before. I actually don't know if this came out before, before Battlefront or not. Mm-hmm. It's not multiplayer, and it's more it's more story-driven, more yeah. story-oriented and stuff like that. Um, but that's the other free game that's also available from the 1st through the 31st. On the 16th, you get Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Woo! The sequel to the cult classic Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Damn! <laughs> I played that on my phone in high school. No, this is this is different. This oh, is this is third-person shooter Plants vs. Zombies. What? This is not the Dragon drop zombies that's why garden garden warfare they're playing off of call of duty modern warfare yeah so what they did is they took the plants vs. zombies franchise and they turned it into a third person shooter so i want to play it now yeah i we can download it on april on march 16th (laughs) april 15th i'm gonna play it you can download full review coming quick (laughs) down the pipeline let me tell you when me and when sarah and i got our xbox that was one of the games we had was plants vs. zombies garden warfare the first one and we played a decent amount of it uh, and the, uh, the last game that you can pick up from March 16th through the 31st is Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. You play as a half-human, half-cyborg... Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Rising Revengeance. I didn't even know Revengeance was a word until this. I looked it up and I was like, oh, Revengeance is a word. <laughs> is a word. They didn't just make it up. They didn't make it up. So those are the games available for Xbox Gold. Over on the Sony side, they don't have any dates for their games, but they're just available in March. But you have The Witness... <laughs> Pulling a a Nintendo. Pulling a Nintendo. It's available. Spring. Spring. Um, But you have The Witness, which is a third-person puzzle game. You're on an island. It's impossible. And you you walk around. It's really fun, but if you're dumb like us, just stay away. Well, in this game, unlike a lot of other games, there's no instruction. You just go into the game, and you have to figure out how these puzzle works. How these puzzles work. How these puzzle works. How these puzzle works. (laughs) You have to figure out how these puzzles work without any kind of instruction or direction at all. So it's hard in that sense that you're not really told what to do or anything like that. So that game's available on PlayStation 4. Um, And then Call of Duty 4 Remastered is also the free game available for March, which is which is pretty big. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big title. Yeah. Call of Duty 4 was a lot of people's introduction into the Call of Duty franchise, and then just recently it was remastered for current-gen consoles with better graphics, uh, re-enhanced the multiplayer and stuff like that, so that will be available for free. Um, Call of Duty 4 was the first Call of Duty that I really got into it. I had, like, the PSP one that we had. Do you remember that? Cool story, Dad. <laughs> just kidding. Wow, thanks, uh, man. Yes, uh, yeah. I remember it vaguely. Not not really, though. I'm sure it'll be fun, and I'm glad that it's remastered for free. For free, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but this was the first time that PlayStation, that Sony has only had two games free. Usually they have two PS4 games, they get two PS3 games, and they get two PS Vita games, but this month they only got two PS4 games. You know why? Because the PS4, <laughs> has, not the PS4, sorry, the PS Vita has stopped production. Sony announced that they You almost scared a bunch of people. The, the PS4 the PS4 has <laughs> stopped production. <laughs> then all of a sudden people go out and they're like, you know what I'm going to buy? PS3, $9,000. <laughs> Games 9, were meant to be played in 720p. 
<laughs> exactly. But the PS Vita is sadly, um, they're not manufacturing any more PS Vita It's not sad, anymore. let's be honest. It was a good system. No, it wasn't. It was great. No. What? If you... It had For all who? your, like, in so the indie titles were really prominent on the PS Vita. Before they're, like, heavily represented on, like, Xbox One and PS4, a lot of those indies were on, like, the Vita and, like, these handhelds. could afford to... Right. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. So a lot of these companies were able to get their games out because the Vita's like, yeah, we'll have your games. Yeah, there's a ten people living in uh, the middle of nowhere who play on PS Vita. <laughs> like, you know what? I don't need a PS4. A lot of people just got the PS Vita because of the remote play, so you can play your PS4 games on the Vita. So and what's so cool you about can poop and play? What's cool about that is there's not like a distance limitation. So as long as your PlayStation 4 and your is Vita on, is on good Wi-Fi, or if you have like an Ethernet connection with your right. PS4, you can be in like London and in California and still play your PS4 games on you your Vita. You can be in London and slightly farther away than London. Say, I couldn't even play your... That's why I said California because yeah. there's a... There's a di- yeah, but you can play your PS4 games on the go, which yeah, is like, I, like, I, a, like a Switch predecessor almost. Or what the Wii U should have been. Or what the Wii U should have been. I mean, the problem was a lot of people didn't have a strong enough connection, so you couldn't actually play any of these right. games. But... Yeah, so those are the free games for PlayStation. In Mortal Kombat news, Johnny Cage got revealed as one of the characters. I mean, Johnny Cage is in every Mortal Kombat. This wasn't a really big surprise, but Kyle, let me tell you, how, how do you feel about uh, I hate Johnny him. Cage? I hate him. He doesn't. He's not a cool character. Being a douchebag <laughs> is not a is not a defendable he's trait just, for he's being just douchey Hollywood actor. <laughs> I've met studio execs more aggressive than you are. Really? Really? I doubt it. Because <laughs> that dude has two knives and a weird <laughs> gas mask, and he's about to, like, rip your throat out. Yeah, I mean, that has been his character in every Mortal Kombat game, so it's they went with <laughs> who, douchey Hollywood guy. Who mains is Johnny Cage, though? Let us know in the comments below. Monsters. Who, well, don't let us know, because I'll just call you a monster. <laughs> But yeah, so Johnny Cage has now been revealed for Mortal Kombat 11. And the next game um, is Outlaws of the Old West, which hits early access March 12th on PC. So this is a, what I put on here, it's Red Dead Online meets your arc. Rust survival games. And that's essentially what it is. 150 players in this open world environment. And it's a Western. That's Imagine that's life with none of the modern conveniences. And you have to do everything on the internet. It, 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 <laughs> wonderful. Um, it just, it's just interesting with this one because Red Dead is out and Red Dead Online is a thing. And I'm curious to see how this compares to Red Dead Online. I mean, watching the trailer when he's like running Guys, back. I've got an idea and no one's done it before. No, a Western, a Western online. online. And they're like... Okay. Did you just come out? What was it? We're we're firing Carl. (laughs) Damn it, Carl. But I mean, in obviously it's in early access still. But in the trailer, like when he's it's nighttime, he's running back from the pack of wolves shooting them. There's like heavy lag. (laughs) He's running backwards. I'm like, ooh, Ooh. this doesn't look. This doesn't look good. Hey, it's the internet. I mean, again, it, it is an early access, so yeah. who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Again, I don't know how it'll compare to Red Dead Online, but yeah. It the, reminded me of RuneScape, which, which I know, it doesn't look anything like RuneScape. It doesn't. RuneScape. I've been yelled at I for saying that. I has not played RuneScape in half a second. I'm going to show you RuneScape footage after this unit, but I, I was I, wrong. I remember RuneScape. It's the top-down, I remember. It's like 2-bit. It's not even 8-bit. It's like a 2-bit game. It just rem- it reminds me of that. Okay, There's the an essence, essence the, vibe? the vibe of RuneScape. Okay, okay. I wouldn't be so, yeah. surprised to learn that the head of game development was the, the RuneScape <laughs> developer in a previous in a previous job. There you go. Right. Okay. So I said you're life, in, but that's if you're different. In, if you're interested in that, it's on early access March 12th on PC, so you can go and check that out. Um, if you like Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil, Resident Evil Zero, and Resident Evil 4 are all coming to Switch. Was it really called Resident Evil Zero? I mean, there's a zero right there. But I'm pretty that... sure. Resident Evil O? I don't know. Zero is a, is a non-value. It just means nothing. So I don't know why they called it. Well, let's look it up. Resident Evil Zero. Why'd you, why'd you do that? <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you do that? Why'd you do Make it? Make no sense. Why wouldn't you just call it Resident Evil? Well, because there's, re- there's already Resident Evil, which is the original. Wait, so you're... But Resident Evil Zero is the second? I don't know when it falls into anything, <laughs> man. I just know it's coming to Switch. <sighs> this is exhausting. <laughs> Resident... Evil Zero. Yeah, Resident Evil O or Zero. Resident Evil Zero. See, it's on the GameCube. Okay, I believe I, it. I've I played, believe it. 
I've played zero. Res- I've played Resident <laughs> Evil Seven. I've played zero Resident Evil Zero. Not this, not the zero. <laughs> I've played Resident Evil Seven. I haven't jumped into a lot of the Resident Evil games. But if you like those games, Umbrella Academy. They're coming to Switch <laughs> on May twenty first. Whatever it's called, Umbrella Academy, the Netflix TV show. <laughs> no, there's a. Isn't there one that's it's Res- the Umbrella Core, which is like yeah. the evil organization in Resident yeah, Evil? Yeah, I, I know what I'm talking don't about. Don't quote us on that. I don't know if that's actually true. If you're someone like me that hasn't played through any of these games and you're interested in all of them I mean they fixed a lot of things like tank controls was a big problem in the original yeah. uh, Resident Evil which I think has been fixed in like the remasters and the Switch version um, you can pick them up on Switch and it's a great game to play if like you like spooky games if you like being that aren't really spoopy because they were made like 20 years ago and they were spoopy they're still spoopy they're spoopy because they look spoopy <laughs> they're spoopy because they sound spoopy how many times can we say spoopy in this podcast <laughs> spoopy <laughs> spoopy so yeah, that was all our news. News. And now we're gonna be talking about the Switch. Today the Switch turned two. Aww, it's beautiful. It's in its terrible twos. It's starting to crawl A and toddler. bite and throw and, <laughs> and throw poop on the walls because you know what? It can. It can. It learned how. It's but learning. It's learning. It's learning and developing. But we're gonna kind of talk about what has happened in the Switch between all these two years. I mean, going, Breath of the Wild. Going back. Super Mario Galaxy. Going back. It was on. Mario Galaxy wasn't on the Switch, but we're hoping. Well, Galaxy what? Odyssey. Odyssey. One of those Mario games. God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but early in the days of when it was announced, it was called Project NX. Everyone's like, oh, what's the NX going to be? <laughs> I'm so glad they did not keep that. <laughs> the Nintendo NX. NX. So that was the code name early on. Really? So the Nintendo Switch turns two. And it was the NX, as it, it was, was formerly NX. known. And what was crazy about the Switch is we didn't actually get an official like name and release date until like it was like six or eight months before it was announced. Yeah, it was, we had to keep it on the lockdown. It was like fall of 2012. Oh, God. <laughs> when did the Switch come out? 2017. It was fall of 2016 when we got like the announcement and trailer for it, and then it came out in March. Oh, yeah. So it was crazy that... Well, they didn't want any of their companies to steal their idea. Right. They it finally was... came up with something... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot work. of the times, like, Xbox and PlayStation, like, those E3s, they show off their consoles, like, the Xbox One Scorpio was showed off years before it had eventually come <laughs> out, but it was, the Nintendo Switch was only a couple months before, which is crazy, and then the release title for the Switch was Breath of the Wild. Oh. The best, best Zelda games, even, I would say best games. Don't you dare say it's the best Zelda game. It's one of the best Zelda games. Okay, you're going to bring up that I haven't played Skyward Sword yet, so I can't really say. He hasn't played Skyward Sword yet, I haven't and played he claims Sword. to love Zelda. I do. I'm on a on run right now. I'm playing through all the Zelda games. I'm on A Link to the Past because I, I've played, I've beaten a lot, and I've played all of them except for Skyward Sword. So I'm playing through them to see which is my favorite now because I always, like... It, it doesn't make any sense. I understand. It, like, you skipped one just I missed because? it. I missed it for some reason, and I've yet to go and pick it up and stuff like that. But now I'm playing through the games, so I'll pick it up eventually. Right now, Link to the Past is my favorite. Zelda 2 is awful. Never play that game. If you want platforming and weird above Final Fantasy games in your Zelda... Yeah, they were trying something out. <laughs> Didn't work. Anyways, yeah, Breath of the Wild, which was just an incredible game. And the fact that they can take their already existing franchise... And completely change it, make it open world, make yeah. it, make it three D, well, make it. I mean, it always was gonna work like that, though. I guess those that's those true. games in, are in always like good. Business. They just did something that's always good, and they did it really well. Right. Which which they deserve the accolades that they've received for that game. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's like you know, it wasn't a stretch. Right. They I didn't mean, reinvent the wheel. They were like, we're gonna take this great concept and we're right. gonna make you do whatever you want in this world. And people right. are like, Ooh! and I guess that's what they were doing. I mean, Zelda for the most part has been very linear, even in like. But they don't feel linear. No, they don't feel linear. But in Breath of the Wild, they feel even less linear than the other Zelda games because you can really tackle things yeah. in any direction in any you order want. Yeah. Direction. And you could go and right to the castle if you want. Right, exactly. That you was really wrecked. cool. If you wanted to fight Ganon five minutes after starting the game, like that was an option for you. Like you could still it's a do bad that. option. Right, it's a bad but option. An op- but an option. And and that reflects life. There you go. Sometimes you can make bad options <laughs> real quick. Yeah. But I mean, like normal Zelda games, the score was amazing. The game looked beautiful. And and with like Zelda and Mario, I was listening to this other podcast and it was saying the Zelda and Mario kind You're of You're not allowed style. to listen to other podcasts. <laughs> I mean, I was just listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Our they, future podcast. Our future podcast, yeah. yeah. And they were saying how much kind of the art style of these games have, have fluctuated and changed so much. like and, and still been so well received. I mean... For the most part, like Wind Waker, <laughs> when it was first shown off, people were like, 
This is garbage. What is this game? <gasps> I remember that. The, that was a big tangent. What were we talking about? <laughs> the Switch turns two. There we go. We were talking how Zelda was the opening title and how right. incredible that game was. And Breath I think that was probably one of the best launch titles it could have. Like, that sold consoles. I mean, that was the yeah. console seller. I mean, I don't think the Switch would have been as popular if they had, no. like, their version of Wii Sports come out. Especially because you know? it had no internet on it. Right, exactly. Did have an internet browser. <laughs> not buying it. Does it have an internet browser? Still does not have an internet browser. Yeah. Nintendo, man. <laughs> I know that you're stubborn and that the internet is a scary place, but come on. They're just a bunch of old old white people that don't want to do that. They're the definitely internet. not old white people. No, they're not. They're old Japanese people. Um, but yeah, Zelda was kind of the perfect. And then like midway through 2017, we got ARMS, which didn't sell great, but it was something new. It was a new IP. Yeah. You, it was a, this fighter, boxer. You used the, the Wiimotes. You had the he new, had arms. He had arms. You were the arms. You had the new like HD rumble, so you can like, kind of feel the punches and stuff like that, which was... It was cool. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you got Super Mario Odyssey. So we had Zelda in the beginning, a new IP in the middle, and then brand new Mario at the very end. Like 2017 yeah. was like a, an amazing year for the Switch. And Mario Odyssey was, it was great. It was back to those roots of like Super Mario Sunshine. It was a good Super Mario, Mario game Galaxy. for sure. Oh, 100%. And all the different uh, places you can visit. And how, how do you feel about the, the real world? The you know, New York City. Terrifying. I didn't know how much I hated Mario next to real people <laughs> until I saw that. And I was like, that scares Reminds me. Reminds me of the movie from the, the 80s. <laughs> the Super Mario movie. God. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about don't that. Talk about the that. darkness. But how did, you, how did you feel about the, uh, like the capture mechanic with the hat? I thought it was good. Yeah. At least they're adding something. They're right. not just being like, well, it worked before. And I feel like it was kind of the equivalent. Uh, do you remember, um, um, oh, wow, I can't remember his name, but the, the, the jetpack in Sunshine. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Why can't I? Flush. Flush, Flush, yeah. Yeah, it was a kind of the, the equivalent yeah. of that because you had Cappy, which was this new partner that allowed like, you to yeah. do more things. You were more mobile. You can, there's more mechanics. And it allowed added. you to like capture enemies and like use them for different right. things which allowed like a whole level of mechanics that like right. more like, than there that was of one... just being like able to throw it on a zip line and being like yeah exactly there was there was ones where you turned into this weird nut plant monster that allowed you to get onto higher higher ground and then you could turn into like a weird dinosaur dragon and fly around it was it, it was interesting but it worked so well all and of it was my so, dreams it, that was your dream to capture Flying on a dragon. What do you think happens with to the Beats headphones? <laughs> dragon scales. <laughs> what do you think happens to the uh, to the, the the psyche of these people that you capture with your hat? Oh God! Don't get, don't don't go down the psychology <laughs> of video diving, game. Diving into the lore of Super Mario Odyssey. Lots of counseling after, most likely. They black out and just wake up somewhere else. <laughs> Fuzzy, everything's blurry. So many jokes. Goombas around. So them. many jokes I could make. <laughs> None of them appropriate. Please don't. Please don't. Um, and then 2018 came around, and that was... It's if, 20, if 2017 was the big year for Nintendo, 2018 was just a quieter year. I don't want to say it was bad, because 2018 was the year of indies. Like, 2018, we had just a huge amount of indies. That's like, true. what indies were for the PS Vita are now for the Switch. Like, all of those... Oh, what a weird sentence. It, it is a weird sentence. <laughs> what indies were for the PS Vita, they are now for the Switch. It's like, what? I would have never imagined anyone saying that, especially with, like, the PS Vita as low-selling as it was. No, exactly. Compared to the Switch. But I'm glad but, that independent developers have found a home on Switch. And that's what I was saying. And, like, a lot of those indies that were kind of on... PS Vita are yeah. now also on Switch too, so yeah. it's really like, why do I need to buy a Vita and it's, at all? And it's great because it's it's a very democratic way of game making. I mean, obviously, Nintendo has not been the best at supporting independent game developers on the Nintendo right. Store, just because it's hard to keep things up there long enough where people can actually get able to try them. But you know, it's the App Store ability to charge not a lot for a game and still have a ton right. of people play it. And with right. more and more people buying the Switch every day and more console sales and everything, I mean it. It really is a great way to see what's out there. I mean, second none to Steam right. and platforms like that. And that was what was hard also about just the Wii U not selling. I mean, it being under-marketed, but also it did not have the third-party support. I mean, well, yeah, big companies... Why would, they, why would they put money to make games for a console no right. one has? And that's the thing with like Nintendo Switch, is we got games like Wolfenstein 2. We got games like <laughs> Nintendo Doom. Switch, we got games. We got games. <laughs> we got games, people. We got well, games. I mean, honestly, that was kind of the slogan. I mean, after the Nintendo Switch came out, and we saw games like Doom and Wolfenstein and Skyrim coming whenever there's a new game announced it was like when's it coming to Switch and that was yeah. always the 
Where's the Switch version of it? Every single game that came out, people were wondering, I want this, I want it, the Switch I want version. it to not look as good, not run as well, but be portable. And right. they were like... And I feel like people... Will uh, deliver it to you. kind of go with that. Like, the ability to play these games on the go, I feel like having it being less quality, not not 4K quality, but still at least 720, yeah. 1080p is well, like... Well, there's always going to be the people who care about games who look like that. And there's always right. going to be the people who... <laughs> not to be like, there's going to be people who care about graphics, and there's going to be people who care about gaming. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, some people are going to always right. play Call of Duty because they're like, oh, it looks amazing and all of that. Right. I can play it in 4K, right. and I can put it on my Samsung curved glass television, right. which was... But, like, I mean, a good example, a couple weeks ago we talked about Hellblade Sinless Sacrifice coming to the Switch. Hellblade. And that's a game that... It is known to be visually beautiful, like a great-looking game. And that's a game that I wouldn't buy on Switch. I'd buy on Xbox or PS4 because it's supposed to look great. But maybe maybe one day we will. Maybe, yeah. Maybe one day we'll be like, you know what, Watch Switch? out for a review of Same Sacrifice for <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Doesn't look as good. <laughs> review over. There you go. It's done. Uh, so, yeah, 2018 was big on indies. And I think the problem with 2018 was Nintendo saved everything for the end of the year. Like, it was like, we have a bunch of, in, like, we're in 2017, we had Zelda, six months later, we had ARMS, at the end of the year, we had Mario, like, the big titles were spaced out <laughs> yeah. pretty well throughout the year, where at the end I don't of, know if ARMS was as big of a title as the, the no, two in no. between, but... No, it wasn't, but it was still, it was a new IP that they had come out yeah. with, which was a little more popular, people were a little more interested in it, where in this, uh, 2018, we got a lot of amazing good indies, we got a lot of Wii U ports, 2018 was kind of the year for <laughs> Wii U ports, we got, like, yeah. the, the Mario Karts and the... Captain Toad Treasure Tracker and all of those games. Stop. <laughs> no. But at the end of the year, we got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And then we got Super Smash Brothers. That, that I will admit, right. is a console seller. None oh, of the I, other ones. I think that, both of those. I, Pokemon, I, as much as you don't think so, I think Pokemon definitely was a only console seller. Is a console seller for people who've never played a Pokemon game right. before or need all the Pokemon games. But like, if you've played Pokemon before, it was such an underwhelming game. Yeah, I... I I, I think I disagree because I mean I played Pokemon before, but it was just a different take on the Pokemon games. Don't I mean? Don't, don't do anything with my Pokemon games. <laughs> They're perfect. How See, dare you? Now, like the Pokemon fall, people have been asking for Pokemon to follow behind you ever since Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, and they're just like, no, we're not going to give it to you. Not not this Pokemon game. It just seems it seems dangerous having a Pokemon follow yeah, you. Yeah, it seems like a terrible plan. I mean, I guess all so. all the games I play in Pokemon, my Pokemon hate me. You turn around, you ask them, and they're like, they're like. I wish I could leave. I wish I could leave, but I can't. Yeah, and having a, I have a contract that I've signed. A giant dragon behind you that's like, I kind of want to eat you right now. It's not. That's not a safe plan. I see where Nintendo is going with that. They're trying to mm. trying to take players out. Dude. And the other big thing was now you saw Pokemon in the overworld, which. Oh, speaking of that, in the new Pokemon game, that doesn't happen. We will get to that later. <laughs> yes, but Pokemon in the overworld, and they also took out battling. So now you don't battle with wild Pokemon, which at first people were like, "This is dumb. This is this is this is not Pokemon." <laughs> Every the gaming community reaction to everything is this is dumb this is I dumb. don't like this I don't it's like uncomfortable this. and then we got into it and we realized how at least for me how more fluid it is and more seamless without actually having to battle but you still have trainers right you still have I would rather I, battle wild Pokemon and I never think, battle a trainer I think not having to battle wild Pokemon is great but that makes battling trainers <laughs> that much more awful and annoying like getting into a trainer battle I'm like oh I just want to progress <laughs> don't want to battle ever again oh you have five Pokemon and they're all Caterpie oh, good great we're gonna be here for a while next ten minutes of my life yeah so I think yeah taking away one aspect of it of not battling wild Pokemon and just using kind of the go mechanic was good but then it also made me just dread trainer battles but I this was a transition Pokemon game yeah. this was Nintendo trying to get a lot of the people because there was a lot of people that just played Pokemon Go and didn't play any core Pokemon games so they added a lot of the mechanics from Go to try to bring in those right. trainers I understand those new ones right. I was there from the beginning thank and a you. lot of people did a lot of Pokemon Go players picked up Let's Go and that was their first Pokemon <laughs> game which is so weird to think about. Yeah, People it's were like, super weird to think about. I was like, about. I played this game 20 years ago when it was first released. <laughs> God, but, we're old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, both oh. of us started with Red and Blue. That was our, that was my first Pokemon game. I and we played sure. together. I mean, yeah. we, we grew up together. So. I remember just, like, figuring out how to trade, like, with link cables. Oh, there was no, like, Wi-Fi. So satisfying. You had to connect cables to both the Game Boys, and that's how we What's traded. What's wrong with this generation? They don't. They never, had to, they never had to trade with a link cable. They didn't have to go in that weird drawer in everyone's kitchen that has, like, <laughs> cords from seven years ago and be like, where is Where's it? my link cable? And then you had to have the gaming lights that came over to like light the, the non-backlit screens. 
Yeah, back in the day, man. Now look at Pokemon. Weird as bunnies. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. I'm very upset. Okay, so that was it for the news and talking about the Switch. In the next segment, we will be going into the newly announced Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield coming out in 2019. Dumb names. Kai has a bunch of opinions on them. I have a bunch of opinions. Mine are probably... More good opinions. His are more good. More good. His opinions English. are more good, which means that I was, I was going to say my opinions are better, but that sounded really mean. So I, I, my my opinions broke. are better. So we'll, we'll see All you in right, the next we'll segment. See you in a minute. Welcome back. In this part of the podcast, we will be talking about Pokemon. Dagger and barricade. Dagger and barricade. (laughs) Sword and shield. Pokemon sword and shield. Guys, I'm so excited. I'm... Guys, I'm not excited. I'm pumped. But he doesn't matter. He doesn't doesn't play Pokemon either. He's never played a Pokemon game. (laughs) Wow. First of all, wrong. Second of all... We just talked about this. So, in the Direct, the most recent Direct, which was our Pokemon Direct, we got on Pokemon Day... In our direct, our most recent direct, our Pokemon, our direct. Pokemon day, on Pokemon day we got a direct announcing the new Pokemon core games coming out. So a while ago, back when Sun and Moon was first announced, they told us that in 2017 E3 they're like, hey, we have poor poor Pokemon games, core Pokemon <laughs> games coming out. We have poor Pokemon games. Some, those poor poor Pokemon. <laughs> Some core Pokemon games coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Later on, and that was all we got. But now, we classic know, Nintendo. We move. know that those Pokemon games are Pokemon Sword and Shield. So I, I guess before we jump into anything about these games, we have the logos, the title. Kai, how do you feel about them? Go. Okay. Also, every negative thing you say, you'd say two positive things about it as well. Go. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a Pokemon game, so it's not gonna. It's not gonna be awful. Are these your these are your positives. These are my positives. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's just. They're so derivative. That's my problem. The logos? Everything. Okay. Everything about these games is very derivative. I mean, Sword and Shield, really? Nothing else? There's no other more? And, like, stop with the two-game thing. No one appreciates that. You're putting in twice the amount of work. I would rather have one game that's twice as good than two games that are exactly the same with different color palettes. No one appreciates what you're doing. It's really just legendaries. It doesn't matter. Put both legendaries in both games. I understand. Stop trying to make more money by having nerds buy two games, because you know. I was gonna say that's it, it's just more money because it's just people buy it's just people like me buying both of them. <laughs> right. Which is it's like okay, to get past that though, they've been doing that forever. I don't really have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, you know, it makes sense economically, but I don't want to get into the starters yet. But just the 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 look of the game is like. It's everything. It's everything that Pokemon has been. It's like, here's, you know, here's the mountain area. Here's mm. the grass area. Here's everything you want. And here's these lame starters that are super derivative based on all the other starters. They even have memes because they look so similar to other starters. <laughs> and then you have these weird characters who carry... Well, I mean, the girl is fine. She has a bag. She looks great. They did a great job. But then you have these weird book bag thing this huge chest that he carries and it's like what are you doing yeah so i so on my side of this um obviously at first when they announced pokemon sword and shield i i'm a pokemon nerd i love everything pokemon it was a little weird i'm getting more used to it now it's sticking to me a little more but at first it was like sword and shield i thought sun and moon was weird i was like sun and moon but that that stuck on me give us a color Right. We're good with colors. <laughs> no, they did colors. They're trying to branch free from colors. They're not doing colors anymore. Sword and Shield. So I think I, I think it looks cool. A lot of the times in these logos, especially in this one, there's kind of hints of what's the legendaries going wolves. to be. They're wolves or dogs of some kind. Yeah, they look like, like dire wolves. I mean, what I've heard a lot is that a lot, these two pictures look the same, so they're thinking that... Th- the legendary is going to be the same for both these games, which is just going to throw out your point of like two games, two legendaries. <laughs> There's just two games with one legendary. So nothing. Yeah. I don't have an excuse to, to to buy to make two separate games. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, I, at, at first, for me, it was a little, it was a little hit or miss. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, this Pokemon game is is more into the the traditional aspect of Pokemon. And let's go. We got a lot of or in Sun and Moon rather. 
a lot of things change. There's no Pokemon gyms. Um, and then Let's Go, you didn't have like your trainer battles and stuff like that, where this brings back, I mean, not your trainer battles, the uh, battles with wild Pokemon. Yeah. Which this game brings back a lot of those core aspects to it. And I will agree that, that the starter Pokemon at first were, I was a little iffy about too. And still. I, I, they're growing on me. They're definitely growing on me, and I well, want to see what let's, their final... Let's take this moment to announce the starter Pokemon for yes. Pokemon Dagger and Barricade. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to put that in like the title of this podcast, Pokemon <laughs> Dagger, Dagger and Barricade. Barricade. You go for it. Title of the podcast. Um, I'm pulling them up. Okay. Do you have I them? have them right, I have them right I have here. Them. Pull them up. Okay, so our starters for Pokemon... Um, sword and Shield are the Grass Monkey, Grookey. The gra- I thought you were just going to be like, Grass Monkey. I was like, <laughs> the Grass Monkey. Um, so it's Grookey. He's a, he's a little Grass Monkey. He looks dumb. He looks like uh, Chippin or whatever. Chespin? Chespin. He looks like Chespin. He does have v- almost the exact Ch- color palette <laughs> Chespin of Chespin. vibes. Um, but, I, okay, we'll, we'll do kind of a deep dive on all of these Pokemon. We do have other monkey Pokemon. Chimchar is another one of our monkey starters. We have... You look at me like I'm going to be able to come up with them. We do have other monkey Pokemon. I just can't think of anybody besides Chimchar right now. Chimchar is our only monkey starter. I mean, obviously, we have ape Pokemon, like Primeape. Yeah, well, there's Primeape. Uh, we have, She's like... not monkeys. Monkeys and apes are different. Passimian. Then we have Oranguru, both of those Pokemon, which are... They're more agile. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oranguru is based... He's a he's a grass psychic type. He's based off, of obviously, an orangutan. I'm really hoping that... Grookey becomes just a yoked gorilla, dude. I that'd be so cool if you think that like, thing's gonna turn into a yoked gorilla. Yeah. Every first starter Pokemon is cute. Look at this. Look at him. Hold on. Look at him. Wait. Don't look at him. There we go. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Don't look at him. Wow. We're struggling <laughs> look here, at people. Them. All of them are cute. They start off cute. Krog- Some of them. Krog- and- Crocodile is looks dope. Totodile. Totodile. Ooh. Man, this is gonna be rough for me. <laughs> I know their names. I just don't know their names. If you know what I mean. I don't think they do. Yeah, no one does. Totodile. No, they they do. I mean, and and then like, I, I feel like nostalgia has so much of an effect on it because this looks like Pokemon, and as you go down, they seem less like Pokemon, especially with these recent ones. Nah, you mm-hmm. don't think so? You think some of these newer no. ones are Pokemon? This looks more like Pokemon to me. When you have Piplup and Chimchar, Chimchar Turtwig. Yeah, those those for me, those are like my classic. Well, like, I remember that's like kind of when we were really getting heavy into Pokemon. Like yeah. di- we played a lot of Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, Emporion for sure. But that's not my favorite. See, that's how I know I'm not biased because mm-hmm. I'm not going Gen One because like they did a lot of growing. They got better. Right. I mean, obviously Gen One always has a special place in my heart because I watched the anime growing up, of and course. that was is always going to be you know a factor. But like, I don't know. They just keep getting worse and worse. And I was so proud. With the last starters, which I can't remember the names. The I, most recent ones? Yeah, these ones. Yeah, the, the, so we had Rowlet, Litten, and Poplio. They look so different. They do. And what's cool about this that generation, Gen 7 with Alola, they had crazy typings, too. Yeah. So we had Rowlet end up being Decidueye, which is Grass Ghost. Litten ended up being Incineroar, which, even though he was a wrestler, wasn't firefighting. He was yeah. fire dark. And then we had Poplio, which was Water Fairy. So all of those were really diverse typings. Yeah, they were so cool. And now we just have the most, like, boring... They all are just circles with an oval below them. Like, that's how they were drawn. And it's like, for some people, these are going to be their starters. First. Yeah, or their first Pokemon. Their first Pokemon. They're boring! Get better Pokemon! I mean, I'm excited to see the rest of the Pokemon that they're right. going to develop for the Gedaka, the region, or whatever it's the called. The Gala region. We'll, we'll jump into that later. Okay, well, just sticking with Grookey. We have, we have Grookey here. So... Out of all of the, out of all of the grass starters, which one's your favorite? Uh, probably. Aside from the new ones, unless I, unless Grookey's your favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, me, a huge fan of the new ones. Probably Chikorita. Chikorita's your favorite. Yeah, hundred percent. What about you? I. That's a hard one. I loved. It's not. I choose one. Okay. <laughs> so gra- I, I also didn't like the grass starters up until Gen Four. Gen Four was the first generation where I couldn't really decide between all three. Usually, it's like, oh, I want water type. Oh, I want fire type. And mm-hmm. I didn't really like the grass. I mean, Sceptile was cool, but and Trico, but he was my least favorite out of Tor- uh, Blaziken and Swampert. Yeah, yeah. But I love Torterra. Like grass ground is, uh, I think it was a cool typing. But Turtwig's probably my favorite. Oh, you mean off-brand Bulbasaur? Yes, off-brand <laughs> or better, better Bulbasaur actually. <laughs> sure. 
better Bulbasaur, Torterra. Yes, but he was my favorite grass type. Okay, ranking these, where do you think Grookey fits? Last. You think he's the worst out of all the grass starters? <laughs> no. Is all of these going to be the worst? Okay, out of all no, the grass no, no, starters, no, where just, does Grookey just, lie? Grookey, uh, second to last next to uh, Turtwig or... You hate Turtwig that much? <laughs> yeah. I think Snivy was worse. He uh, lost his arms when he evolved. <laughs> he just became a snake without arms. He had arms before. There's animals that actually do that. Nope. Actually, they don't exist. The opposite. Exactly. They, they, they gain, they gain arms. But... I don't know. I just there the the problem is is it it looks like so many like if you took them and you th all threw them into a machine that just jumbles it together and it popped out. That's what it looks like. Yes, I understand. So it's like they kind of look like all of these. Yeah, and I think I think we can't give a logical decision because we don't know its final evolution. I love. I can absolutely give. I a love Turtwig because Torterra is badass. But. But that's you not like you like Chikorita because Meganium is really cool. Oh, Meganium is yeah, cool. and bay leaf is a delicious spice. <laughs> Shiny bay leaf is really cool too. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like Grookey's final evolution will change people's opinions on it. Well, if it is a yoked gorilla with a baseball bat, then you're down. Expect racism. <laughs> <laughs> so the second, the fire Pokemon uh, is the fire bunny, and it's gonna be firefighting like all of them. Shh, 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 shh. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna, you know, it's gonna it's happen. Not, it no, literally I has don't. a protective nose guard or a slice of cheese. I don't. It's, it's either cheese. It's, it's either cheese type. It's cheese fire. It's melted cheese. It's queso Pokemon. <gasps> it's queso typing. No. no, score bunny. If you couldn't get that from all that jumble <laughs> confusion, score bunny is the second um, starter Pokemon uh, for the Gala region, and it's a it's a fire bunny. I mean. What else could you ask for? <laughs> anything. Literally anything. So so the, the theory here is with the fire types, they're going with the, the Chinese New Year, like year of the insert animal here. And so far, they've gone with most of them. Every fire starter yeah. has fallen under the Chinese New Year, or the Chinese, like, the wheel and stuff like that. Gotcha. <laughs> the Chinese year, the wheel. the wheel. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> Uncultured swine. <laughs> nice try, Jared. So like, I think the ones we have left is, like, snake, which a fire snake would have been a dope starter. Like, don't you think it'd be cool? Yes. Not a fire yes, bunny? Not a fire bunny. They had to do fire bunny eventually if they're sticking with the wheel. So? I, <laughs> they I didn't, made it cooler. I didn't <gasps> ask them to... It looks like the tricks bunny. <laughs> First of all, no. Second of all, no. It doesn't need to be a rabbit. It never needed to be a... Ugh, God. Please. <sighs> Game Freak. Nintendo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Game Freak? Well, it's the developer. Yeah, the developer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, it looks like a fighting type. It acts like a fighting type. <laughs> it might be a fighting type. Please don't make it a fighting type. Please, we have three other fire fightings. I don't want another one. Make it a cool saving. Make it fire ice. That'd be dope. Fire ice type? You know it's a not. A fire ice bunny? What is the nose guard going to be? What is it's that going to play into? It's cold. It's a he rips it off and it's just like a weird Pinocchio icicle. That's why he shaves it down because he's ashamed. <laughs> I think okay. not. Kai, out of, out of the fire types... Obviously, excluding Score Bunny, we'll ring Score Bunny later. But what is your favorite fire type? Probably the most recent one. You like Litten? Yeah. So like uh, Incineroar. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people. Not saying this is your opinion, but a lot of people have like Incineroar as their favorite because of Smash now. Because Incineroar is in Smash, so it's the more. I don't like Incineroar in Smash. I mainly because he plays as Incineroar, and that I could. That's my main buddy. But I mean, yeah, I like pro Litten. Probably Litten. I think it was cool because it was like a cat. We got a cat. A yeah. cat fire type. And, and cool. I'm a cat person. I really wish that Litten stayed a quadruped, though. Yeah. A lot of these quadruped Pokemon end up being... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They so, end up outgrowing their four-legged... Right, because Litten was quadruped, and then it's an evolution. Why can't I think of Litten's evolution? Well, this is what Google's for. It's not Litleo. Litten something Incineroar. Litten... What's Litten's evolution? Please tell me. Before enough elated time passes. <laughs> uh, Torcat. Torcat. It came to him without me yeah. telling him. So, so Litten evolved into Torcat, and Torcat was still a quadruped. Like, yeah. Torcat was still on all fours. Still a cat. Still a cat. And then Incineroar was a big wrestler cat. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't firefighting. <laughs> big wrestler cat. It was. His, his big thing, he has like the wrestler belt on. Yeah, no, he's, he's a big cat that wrestles. Right. I, wrestler cat's just the funny thing to say. <laughs> yeah. He's fire dark. Okay, so Linden was your favorite fire type. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite fire type... I think... Hmm, 
I'm gonna have to go with Linton as well. I love Incineroar. I think it's one of the coolest designs too. Again, I wish he was a quadruped. I mean, you can't go wrong with Charizard. I was Charizard's always a classic, and yeah. he has his cool mega evolutions. I was gonna say Chimchar again, but that that was my favorite last time in Gen Four. I can't just keep picking Gen Four because <laughs> that was nostalgic to us. Okay, so who is your least favorite, and where would you throw uh, Score Bunny? My least favorite would probably be the pig one. Yeah, same. I did not like 5th Gen at all, which is what those ones were, Snivy. I liked Oshawott. What is the pig's name? Tepig. Tepig. Yeah, the pig Tepig, one. Tepig, Pig Knight, and Embor. He was another fire type. Yeah, that was he, like... was he was a bulky fire type, so he was a little different. Like, Blaziken and Infernape were like special physical attackers. They were quick, and Embor was like a bulky defensive. Yeah. But he was still firefighting, so it was like, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Tepig, I wasn't a fan of Tepig. And again, he immediately stopped being a quadruped while he evolved. Tig Knight is on. Yeah, they really are big in that. Keep things quadruped. Yeah, like Turtwig stayed quadruped. Chikorita, Bulbasaur, all those Pokemon that were on all fours stayed on all fours. Yeah. So where do you throw? Did the Score Bunny fall below Tepig? Or Score oh, Bunny yeah. a little better than Tepig? Score Bunny's better than Tepig. Okay. I agree with you. I, I think... Design-wise, I don't know what the evolutions are going to be. I don't know what's right. going to happen. But it becomes I, that that the badass space ear. Yeah, thing. that thing is. Look at go Google Google things. Google things. Follow people on Twitter so you can see cool things. Yeah, obviously, uh, this stuff is fa a lot of this during this time of Pokemon being announced. Leaks, fake leaks, go all over the place. Yeah. All the all the leaks. All the leaks. All the leaks. And, and there's a leak that Score Bunny's evolution is like. A bunny mixed with a jet. She has like <laughs> rocket hands and yeah. ears turned into rockets. It looks really cool. Look it up. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And the final evolution for the Galar region. Not final it, evolution. Fin the final, final starter. Final starter for the Ga Galar region is the fan favorite with everybody. I he's saw this. so weird. I saw this and I was disturbed. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's kind of cute. I mean, I think people feel sorry for him. Anyways, it's Sobble. <laughs> Well, Sobble, he's like sobbing, bubble, that's his yeah, kind of thing, he he's sad. He has the timid personality, and he's like, oh, I don't want the grass to catch on fire. So then... so Sobble is the water gecko lizard? Is that what he is? Chameleon. Chameleon? Oh, because he was kind of like, he's kind of camouflaged in the water and stuff like that. So yeah, Sobble is the third starter in the Gala region, and I mean... What do you think about him? No. Design-wise, out of I wouldn't compared I would, to the other two. If I plugged in the game right now and they were like choose, I would not choose Sobble. And what if he was your only option? Just throw the game <laughs> off and send it back. <laughs> I'd be like, I want, I want Shield. I want Shield. Uh, Both my starters with Shield. I want one There's of the actually other a cool ones. concept going around that since they're doing these split games, mm -hmm. have each game have different starters, and then doing it that way too. Or another another theory was stop using the fire. Grass, water, like throw in different yeah. typings as your stars. That'd yeah. be kind of a cool concept. Yeah, what about that Pokemon? Huh? That game Freak, where you at? Game Freak. <laughs> okay, so now let's take a look at the previous water types. Kai, what is your favorite water type? What is your favorite water starter? <laughs> uh, probably Totodile. Totodile is your favorite? Which I don't want to choose the same second generation, but Can it's definitely three. between Totodile and Piplup. I think Piplup had a really cool typing. Water Steel was pretty. Like, yeah. Empoleon was really cool. He's Emperor Penguin. He's a Water Steel type. Like that's such a cool design for a Pokemon. Yes, and I I heavily played with both of those. What did you do with? Them? Heavily played. Okay. <laughs> for Don't me, judge me. For me, I Mudkip. I love Mudkip. 100%. Swampert was like my favorite Pokemon. Water and Ground was really cool. He has a cool Mega Evolution too. Other than that, probably Froggy. Yeah. Greninja, a Frog Ninja, just. It makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, Fro frog ninja, frog ninja, a frog ninja makes sense. Froggy, frogadier, and Greninja. He's a frog ninja. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where Where does Sobble fall? I feel like out of the other two, Sobble looks more like a Pokemon than Scorbunny and Grookey. I think Sobble like looks like it fits with the water types rather than the other two. I feel like if you put like looking at Sobble next to this list, it, none of them look like they're so simple compared to all the other ones. Only rivaling the art style of Generation Three. In their, Kip, Trico and in their lack of, like, saturation, in their lack of contrast. Like, the right. way they're designed, like, like even looking at this list, you can t definitely tell, like, one and two, mm. they have so much shadow and detailing. Right. And then three is just, like, this line of desaturated... And it kind of came back a little in four. And then they just went with it. Like, right. after that, they were like, more detail! And now they're just back to this Gen 3 thing, which... 
I mean, we'll see. Again, we'll see how like the what the final evolutions are. But those are the three starters for this region, which we've referenced multiple times. But this is the Gala region. It's brand new region. This is Generation Eight. It's the UK. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, that hasn't obviously been announced by it's anybody, but everyone's like, this is the UK. It takes place. The UK. UK. <laughs> the UK. The UK. And I mean, looking at the map, it's really cool. I mean, looking at all of the different uh, kind of biomes and environments that are in this game and, and there's a lot of things that I'm just I'm really curious about there's like these big castles in the very back I assume at the top here not that you can see it but this is the elite four I imagine like at the top I don't know okay how do you feel? give me a gross look what do you think about the I don't map? feel good <laughs> I don't like it it looks like every other Pokemon game you start in what is an idyllic wheat field of happiness where your mom lives and you're like, I don't love you anymore, I'm going out on what my own. What if you own. live on your own this time? What if you don't have parents? I don't know. Or what if your mom's like the elite or, four? Or you're, or, well, that's been in other games. No. Your dad's been a gym leader. I don't think you've had a parent in the elite four. What is the what is the ROM version we played? The one that's made up? Oh, um... Omicron. Oh, Omicron and Zay. Zay and your Omicron. mom is an that's elite true. four member. Right. She's the champion. You're right. You're ah! Anyway, um, <laughs> you start off in the idyllic wheat field, and you go some mountains, and you go to another lake, and then you're like, ooh, a town, and then it looks, it's old-timey, and then you go into a desert, and then the desert turns into another town that's like, looks the same as the start, and then you go to the ship ocean area, and then, this looks weird, I will admit. There's like a big dragon castle, like right <laughs> in the middle. There's a huge dragon castle. I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to be. But then you go to the snow, you go to the deep, dark forest, it's spoopy, and then you go to the snow, and then the Elite Four. It's like, everything that they've done in Pokemon games before, they just did because they know it would work. That's right. how, it's so derivative. All the starters are just things they knew would work, they didn't take any risks, from what I've seen. That we know, from what we've seen so right. far. Because uh, the biggest thing with a lot of like these new games and the newer generations is they always have their like their new thing. Yeah. Like with what's Alola, new, I mean, the, what's the new thing? Yeah, Nintendo, what's the new thing? But with Alola, game it was kind of like yeah. yeah, they're the same thing. <laughs> Obviously, with Alola, it was there's Hawaii. no gyms or and like it was no, an island. Yeah, there's no gyms. Just, you had these trials that which were different. Yeah. You didn't. You had to accomplish a task, and then you bought you battled a totem Pokemon, and then you got. A Z crystal, which all if anybody's only played the first two games, they would not know a single thing of what I was just talking about. No, yeah. And in games like Black and White, you got different battle modes like rotation battles and, yeah. and triple battles and, and and stuff like that. And then in Diamond and Pearl, you got the it was kind of that graphical jump from yeah. like the not sixteen bit, but kind of the two yeah. D of somewhere around there. Yeah, two D of uh, Emerald to Diamond and Pearl. It was more story driven. This just doesn't feel like there's anything new. And actually, right. we lost things because from this yeah. from Pokemon. Let's go. Let's go, Pikachu Go version or whatever <laughs> it's called. Like you just you lost your Pokemon don't follow you. The whole idea that Pokemon are now visible in the wild is gone. Right. You still have to battle trainers, which well, is the most annoying part. And I don't think. I mean, clearly this was in development either before or alongside right. Let's Go because it was announced when Sun and Moon came exactly. out. So I don't think they could have poured those mechanics into a game that they didn't know was going to be successful. I mean, the, the mechanics of Let's Go were successful, but I don't think... See, but I think that that might be the problem with this is this may have been the backup plan to, like, if Let's Go wasn't successful, they were right. going to keep this a certain way, but Let's right. Go was so successful that now that it's the old way, it's like... Right, you look uh, at it and yeah, it's like, like, it's kind of a step backwards. Yeah, like you, two you steps forward, one step you back. You take a step back, you did something really cool and people really like playing your games, but you're right. just going to keep doing the same thing that you did before without updating it. It's like, right. And I guess, I mean, uh, all everyone that I've heard talk about this, it's like, I guess people were expecting more. And again, we've only had one trailer. But this is like the console Pokemon game. Yeah. Like Pokemon has always been on a handheld. There's been a couple consoles with like Coliseum and Gale of Darkness, but this is a Pokemon console game. <laughs> Maybe it's Breath of the Wild. Right. Well, that, well that, that was the problem is we got this new console Zelda on the Switch, which was Breath of the Wild. They changed things. Let's it was take new. a moment of silence for an open world Pokemon game, like a really open world Pokemon game. And that's game. what a lot of people thought because like Mario Odyssey was like pseudo open world yeah. kind of thing. It followed like the sandboxiness of Sunshine and Galaxy. So people thought like they're doing the same thing with Pokemon, but I think they're just like, we got to do what people know so we can we can't take risks yeah. off of I this I mean franchise. the other thing is it's hard to do open world when it's literally a straight line yeah, that's true <laughs> it's like you can't and, and that might be like, the thing eh. this it, it may be open world in the sense of because with Pokemon games there's always that 
transfer tunnel, between tunnel, right, right, or, or like path routes. Right, it's like you go through this, and it's like the screen blanks out, and you're in the forest. Yeah. And it, it might be seamless in the sense of you can continue walking from hometown <gasps> to Elite Four without like. You walk through, the screen goes black. That'd There's a little cutscene where it's like Viridian Forest, and you're in the forest. There's none of that like in between route things that they do. It's just this perfectly is all seamless. Just guessing, by the way. Right? No, this is 100 percent just speculation. Based on based on the very short intro that we watched, right, it's two I'm, minutes and 16 seconds. So. Right, but I, we're just saying that that might be their their possibility. Yeah. Is that it's fully seamless in the sense of you're not like having your quote unquote point second cutscene or like loading time right. to get into the next the fifth area. Of a second to load. Right, yeah. exactly. So that that might be their. I, I don't think that would be like the heavy mechanic that they focus on, but I mean there has to be something with every, with, with X and Y. It was Mega Evolutions. Like just, it was the yeah, same I, mechanic, I, I but feel like, like they would focus on it in the in the advertisement. Like if there's anything. Like you'd see, like obviously the ending of it ends with right. him walking into the soccer stadium, right? Or well, those are supposed to be like the gym, which seems like it's gonna be like a big part of the game, right? Is is like huge battles or something like that, and then right. it also focused <laughs> on the three D aspects of actually battling and getting to see these moves, like in right. cinematic, right? Kind of uh, Pokemon Stadium levels of. Um, you know, detail, but if they have like a Pokemon Stadium in this game, where you can play local and just like choose from every Pokemon. I'm sold. I'll buy twelve of them. But you don't know all the Pokemon. What the other Pokemon suck? I, that's true. No, I mean like there's there's older Pokemon in this game. This is oh, gonna be one of the I, games that has everything, all the Pokemon in it. I imagine. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know. That's Sun and Moon had all the Pokemon in it. Yeah, but all seven hundred and okay. If we're going based on that logic, the last Pokemon game had the first hundred. Right. No, you're right. So you know anything's an improvement from that. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I mean, their problem before, like, when they announced mm. X and Y was they, I, at least for the problem from the community, was they showed off too much. Yeah. And then with Sun and Moon, they, they brought that back and they kind of showed off just concept art and not even gameplay. And so I feel like here they found a happy medium. Yeah. They showed off starters and small gameplay and that's it. And I will say Just that, to get you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and what I will say is that Nintendo worries me because I want them to succeed because I think they're really good at what they do and... Sometimes they flop, and right. when they flop, they flop hard, like Wii U levels of, of <laughs> fail, <laughs> failure. But they've been on a roll, and so that's why I keep getting worried, because I really like and care about these games. Pokemon, for us, is what our childhood was. Oh, I right. mean, it, it's what we played 24-7 in car trips mm-hmm. and, you know, over the summers, and so it's it's hard. It's, I really want this to be successful, because... I want to have a, another generation be as connected to these characters and to these ideas and these concepts as we are. And so, like, I don't know. I don't know if they're if they're really coming at it with all they've got. Mm. And that's that's terrifying. obviously from what we've seen. I mean, we don't know what their their gymic in this game is going to be. If it's just here's just a, a nod back to gyms, like you gyms. can juggle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's gonna like they're bringing gyms back. I think gyms are going to be different. Like yeah. Just from what I've seen, you're like in this kind of uniform. You're walking into this almost stadium-like arena. When we saw the what looked like a gym battle, where it was the Lucario using Force Palm on the Tyranitar, and it had like the above yeah. view and like the the effects from it being hit. And I honestly, think, you know what would be nice is like a better story. Well, yeah, and I think that's another thing too. I think with this and with the more with the Switch being a more powerful console, they have more opportunity to have this be like a, a good story. I mean, Sun and Moon had an okay story but it was yeah, just like okay. and that was a thing like a lot of these stories like uh emphasize the legendary heavily like uh, with sun and moon it was like you see the legendary at the <laughs> well, end it's been, like they've been using the same story for well yeah bad guys wants the legendary take over the world gets the legendary yeah, in every game it's the same story right. so it's like one of the speculations um for for this game is so kalos what x and y took place in um, in one of the cities, there's this train station, but there was no function of it for, for the entire game. Like, th- there was no use for this train station. And um, I, I believe uh, X and Y took place in France. Um, and so they were saying that maybe this game being very, I mean, we it's saw like a lot of UK, trains. Right, so exactly. it's like the tunnel between. Right, they the said there, there might be kind of like where France. Johto had the Kanto post game. You might be able to tra- like travel to yeah. Kalos and have this. I mean, big, that, that makes sense. Right, have this big like connection between Kalos and Galar. I mean, that's a that's a lot of. Uh, but this is a console game now. They have more to work with. 
Yeah, they have more the, power to not, work with. It's not like it was easy as being like, there's this other well, game. Well, no, yeah, it's I know. It's a completely different it's art style. Take, so they right. have to reconfigure everything about that, that area and then be like, now you can go. I mean, right. maybe it was a nice idea at one point in time. But, but I, I mean, even before with Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, and even with uh, Crystal, I mean, with um, Gold and Silver and Crystal, it was just like they had to remake yeah. Kanto in that yeah. art style and then when it went into the Diamond and Pearl art style they had to remake right. it again in that art style You're so right. it's like so you know what it's possible maybe they're putting in the time I would rather have one solid region <laughs> than two sort of okay regions but you know I mean what do I know nothing <laughs> literally nothing uh, one of the other uh, rumors that we heard were was uh, again s- these are all rumors um, was hot, there hot was, goss hot gossip was there was armored evolutions that'd be cool what do you think that entails? What is armor? I don't know, but I like I like that that it's so, shield and sword, and there's armor. Right. So I mean, even more kind of uh, speculation into this being connected to Kalos. Kalos was X and Y was heavily story oriented, yeah. and the biggest part of the story was there's this guy named um, <laughs> story oriented. You said story oriented, which I did think I say is story oriented the coolest word ever. I'm taking that story oriented. Yeah, it was story oriented. Um, <laughs> And it, it, it influenced a lot on the uh, Pokemon War. So the Pokemon War has been referenced in other movies and other yeah, games, yeah. but it was never kind of played on. Mewtwo. <laughs> M- Mewtwo's armored. Yeah. It's like armored evolution. Yeah. It could have been like that. Um, so people were thinking like maybe there's like this war between Kalos and Galar, and mm-hmm. this is the armored evolution. If you look at uh, Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew movie, um, that whole movie is about the Pokemon War. Right, yeah. And it's like this red and this blue side, and the Pokemon are all armored. Like, they have this yeah. armor on, and they're, they're, this big war is happening. So people are speculating that this could be the introduction to that war and what yeah. happened during that war. Hence the, hence the hence armored the sword and, shield. and the armored Pokemon, the sword and shield. Right, which would be would be really cool, and it would have good potential for the story to be really good as well. What if there's voice acting in this game? Terrifying. Well, Breath of the Wild had voice acting in it. Super Mario Odyssey did not. Did Link talk? No. Yeah. Everyone else did though. Okay, thank God. I was like, did I did I miss you something? You just stroked out. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I've played that game through. Like, what do you? Do? Yes, yes. There's there's voice acting, but no, don't put voice acting in my book. So if it was like, it depends. Because I mean, from what we've seen, obviously there's been no story, but maybe this is a very story heavy. That'd be cool. Pokemon game. I mean, Sun and Moon was a little story heavy. The story was garbage, but I mean, whatever you want to do. Team Plasmactic. I don't remember what the team was. Team, team, I don't remember what the team was. Yeah. It was an evil team. And maybe, maybe they won't even have an evil team in this game. Team. Nobody. Team UK. Team, team British. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> team Brexit. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, you said wow to me. You took a step forward. Well, I mean, when, it, you, when it comes to you, you have to. You have to take you it. You go for it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I guess overall, what is your... Oh, wait, one of the other things that we didn't talk about was in the trailer, I don't remember if you saw, but there was the weird deity crop circle thing on the hill. Do you remember when he walks yeah. up? Yeah. What do you think about that? Unknown. They're just unknowns? They're just unknowns. It's Or it's going to be something like it. I don't think it's anything well, too... Well, I mean, just recently they announced the Pokemon Meltan, and Meltan hasn't had a generation. Like, he's... His generation has been unknown. I guarantee Meltan's Gen 8 Pokemon, yeah. and Meltan is going to be influenced, are heavily represented in this game. Um, I'm really trying to find the crop circle thing. Pokemon Sword and Shield, weird crop circle. Pokemon Sword. <laughs> when you have to say out, say out loud what you're typing because you're ancient. What? Where's the C key? Okay, let's try to find this thing. Mm, looks like you're not going to have a... Damn it. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but, yeah. but below it there's a bunch of things that look like they look like Meltan. My theory is their Meltan and the legendary is kind of represented as Meltan too. I don't know. What an ugly Pokemon. Yeah, people thought it was fake. I, For a long time like, that doesn't look like a Pokemon. I would I would not be surprised. And then he evolves into this. He looks like a bolt with an ice cube. As <laughs> <laughs> well then he evolves into Mill Metal. I don't have any jokes for that one. <laughs> Looks like a marshmallow tire thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, uh. Okay, so, I mean, from what we saw, what is your, your rating on Generation 8 so far? It Are you could worried? be phenomenal. 
Yes, I am worried. You're worried? Yeah, because it's been a minute since they've done something extraordinary with Pokemon, and this is their chance because they actually have fans again. So, like, yeah. step up now and do something incredible, or... And, and they might be keeping it simple and, like, before, because a lot of people that were from Go are going to be playing Gen 8, and so they're like, we want it to not be super complex because... Then why change... The, the way gameplay works. Why, if you're if you want the people from Go to be comfortable, keep it like Go was and just do a new. Well, one of the things is that the people are talking about is that Go is going to be its own franchise now. Like next, they're going to be Let's Go Johto, and they're going to make the Johto region in the Go format, which more money. <laughs> from I mean, I'm not going to complain about. I love. I I really enjoyed Pokemon Let's yeah. Go Eevee and Pikachu, and I think if they continue, I mean, I don't think they thought that. It was going to be that successful because it was really. I mean, I was skeptical at first, but after playing it, I was like, "This is really fun. This is a very cute art style. I love the mechanics and everything." So I mean, it makes sense to make "Let's Go Johto" or "Let's Go Meryl and Snubble." I don't know if they would actually have a Pokemon themed one, but yeah. All right. So what do you think? Uh, I'm. I think I'm in the same boat as you. Not as worried because uh, I'm going to buy this because it's a Pokemon game and I'm going to play through it because it's a Pokemon game. But don't you want it to be good? No, no, 100%. I, the $60. I really want it to be good. I really want it to be worth that $60. I want I want the starters to have interesting typings. I wrote down my speculations. I, the grass was going to be grass electric. The fire was going to be... I think I put fire dark. Even though we just had fire dark, but I'm cool with fire dark if they can make the, the Pokemon look cool. And then the water was Water Dragon, which has been the speculation for uh, Sobble that he's going to turn into a mm -hmm. dragon, which I think that'd be pretty that'd cool. Because cool. he's kind of like a lizard thing, and if he turns into this badass dragon, that'd yeah, be pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I'm worried. I really want this to be really story-oriented. I want a Pokemon game that has a good story in it. Story-oriented. <laughs> that that's a word. Yes. Story-oriented. Story -oriented. Make it story-oriented. But yeah, that's it for today's podcast, Whoa, everybody. The but most important question last. It is sword or shield. Oh man, you I have know. to choose. I think it's it's funny because I feel like swords like oh masculine sword and everyone's gonna go for sword. So that makes me want to go for shield just because I know everyone's gonna go for sword. But here's my problem. I don't like swords. I don't like the whole violence thing. I'm definitely defensive like game player, so I like shield, but shield is red and I hate the color red. So I'm gonna go full sword only because the color palette is blue and not okay. red. There you go. Well if you get so you get sword, I'll get shield. Alright, deal. There we go. Alright, well that's the pod for today. I hope you enjoyed. Leave us a comment below. What'd you like? What Pokemon are you gonna start with? Do you like Pokemon? Have you played a Pokemon? What Pokemon are you? What Pokemon are you? Uh, or do you do the things you do? We're going to get copyrighted. We'll see you next time, guys. See you later. Stay classy.